in West Des Moines. The second-ranked Iowa women's basketball team is home for Kansas State tonight. Hawkeyes looking for payback for last year's one-point loss in Manhattan. Iowa football confirmed that Cooper DeGene will miss the rest of the season after being injured at practice. The Hawkeyes host Illinois on Saturday. Week 11 in the NFL kicks off with the Ravens hosting the Bengals. Baltimore leading the AFC North at 7-3. and The Bengals are last in the division at 5-4. and I'm Doug Thompson. For the win. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studios. Where every Thursday, Bubba's boneless wings are half price. Score! This is Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller with you until just before 1 o'clock. Uh, toward the bottom of the hour, Lee Sterling from Paramount Sports will join us. He'll opine on a handful of games before uh, his play of the uh, of the week. Uh, Trent will have his picks. In between that, we'll give four of you an opportunity to win some grub from our friends at the Chicken Coop, Urbandale, West Des Moines, and Ankeny. Uh, be listening for your cue to call. If you haven't participated in this uh, promotion within the last uh, 30 days, you are eligible to do so. Let's get David Eicholt in here. A 24-7 sports Hawkeye inside. Com. Uh, good to speak with you, David. So it was about 24 uh, hours ago that the news started to trickle out that something had happened uh, at the practice for the Hawkeyes, and damned if it wasn't Cooper DeGene, seeming their most indispensable player, joins the long list of the walking wounded uh, with, uh, with the Hawkeyes. Uh, so unfortunate uh, that, that it happened, uh, but, but here we are. Where did they turn? How did they go forward? Their leader has been taken off the field for the remainder of the season. Yeah, good to be speaking with you guys. I mean, I'm with you. It's, it's really incredible. The one player that they really couldn't afford to lose this season, maybe outside of Torrey Taylor, was Cooper DeGene. Uh, unfortunate injury, and you know, what's likely going to be the end of his Iowa career. I mean, this is a guy who's going to go top 15 in the NFL draft. If people think he's coming back for NIL money, I think that's a little bit ridiculous because that signing bonus as a top 15 pick is about $9 million, and that's generational wealth. Uh, it's unfortunate that Cooper DeGene's Iowa career is going to end like that. Uh, but I know people are excited to watch him in the NFL. But for Iowa now, we need to win one game in the final two to clinch the Big Ten West. They're going to turn to Deshaun Lee at cornerback. And, you know, if that name rings a bell, he did take over mm-hmm. for Jamari Harris earlier this season when Harris was suspended for two games. And I thought Deshaun Lee played very well. I did too. Was, you know, five, yeah. five foot ten, 195 pounds. He had 15 tackles, two pass defended. Um, so I know people are going to kind of allude to last season what happened against Nebraska when Cooper DeGene went out, but I think Iowa's going to be more prepared this time. They have backups that have at least some sort of experience, and the fact is that Cooper went down early enough in the week that they can at least get some more run, and he won't be thrust into the game to take over for Cooper. Uh, so, again, not to put lipstick on a pig, but there are a little bit of differences. And then, of course, in the part return game, Caden Weechen's likely going to take over. Uh, for Cooper, and Cooper as great as he is in locking down half the field. I mean, how many times has Cooper broken the game open mm-hmm. with his punt return? So I think it's it's a very, very big loss as far as the special teams go, and of course it's a big loss in the defense, but I also think the defense has enough pieces. I don't want to say to fully make up for what Cooper does, but I think they're in a better position to 
at least sort of take over the void that Cooper left in terms of that versus special teams. And here comes the best pass offense that they've seen in quite a while in Illinois. Isaiah Williams, not Juice Williams, a different Isaiah Williams. He is really, really good. Uh, Bryant's made some big plays. He leads the team in touchdowns. It was Paddock last week. They're going back to Altmyer. And good. Though Altmyer is a turnover machine, he still is one of the top, at least, uh, yardage quarterbacks there. This team could chuck it around the yard here. Outside of the replacement of Cooper DeGene, as you mentioned, with uh, Deshaun Lee coming in there, what do they do schematically? You know, we've seen them moving some things around. Is it a possibility maybe a little more cone entering her as they go a little more dime? What do you anticipate defensively they're going to do schematically this week? And by the way, this might be a tinfoil hat. I actually think John Paddock's going to start on Saturday. Oh. I know he said that Altmaier's going to start, but I don't know how you take off a guy that just threw 500 I'm, yards. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree, so, but uh, Bielema has said he's going play. back, but we'll see. I'm with you. I, I wouldn't be shocked either, David. I don't think that's crazy. Some of your stuff uh, is, <laughs> but this is one of them. I, uh, I, I, think, I think that's just a play to get Kirk to take uh-huh. the bait, but Kirk's too smart. They're preparing for both quarterbacks. They've been doing that all week. So I think as far as the defense goes, I actually think Iowa's going to be a little bit more aggressive. I mean, I love seeing Nick Jackson getting more involved in the pass rush game, right? Throwing a couple blitzes with him. Sebastian Castro could also get in there for a couple blitzes as well. So I think Iowa's going to look to apply the early pressure, especially if it's Paddock because he has less starting experience at Illinois, and force him to make bad decisions. I mean, I think the importance of Iowa, you know, getting the first punch is going to be pivotal in this matchup because it's almost like every other Iowa game at this point, guys. It's a complete coin flip. Um, So I think Iowa's going to stay very disciplined. I think they're going to at least help Deshaun Lee on his side a little bit more than they would if it was Cooper. But I also would not be surprised to see Phil Parker get a little bit more aggressive because I also think that Illinois front is not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. But I also, you know, I'd love to see Sebastian Castro get back there and do some damage and Nick Jackson – take him back in coverage, and, and Schlem kind of pin his ears back and go after Paddock or Altmaier, whoever it is. Makes a whole lot of sense. So we saw last week the offense make a big step forward, and starting in the second quarter, Deacon Hill started to find a little bit of a rhythm, made a terrible interception to end the half, but then comes out again, third and fourth quarter, and looked at minimum like a competent quarterback. And watching Iowa football looked like a whole lot more than that on the offensive side. Was it a mirage? Is this something that they can build upon, or do you still have concerns about Deacon Hill going into this week and maybe reverting back to the guy we saw the month previous? I mean, I'm not going to take the bait, right? I mean, this is the first time in four, uh, first time that I and Iowa team has had 400-plus yards, I believe, since 2021, and it's incredible that they continue to win games like that. Um, but, you know, I'll, I'll kind of wait. I think if Deacon can piece it together this week, then I might you know, take a little bit more stock in him. But this Illinois defense has not been good. I think the secondary is very shaky. I think Iowa might have to take a few more chances. Mm-hmm. Give Caleb Brown the ball, make him a focal point of the offense. But that Illinois defensive front is going to be very, very good. And if Iowa's yeah. not healthy up front, I mean, Deacon Hill's clock <laughs> when he's in the pocket has to be cut in half. Yep. I mean, Iowa has to find a way to utilize the passing game on the perimeter, make it quick, give them some easy completions. But I'm with you. I, I don't want to say I'm buying stock and do what Iowa did last week, but they did it against a top-10 defense. I mean, people can roll their eyes at Rutgers, but they've been a very good mm-hmm. defensive team this year. Um, but I need to see the consistency. It's almost like everything about the Iowa offense, right? I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not going all in on this. I'm not buying stock. I would like to see LaShawn Williams then kind of get the ground game going, but I fully believe that Bielema is going to stack the box 
and they're going to get aggressive after Deacon Hill. They're going to force to stop the run and force Iowa to get, go to the outside. And that's exactly what they should do. And I'm with you. I think they might have to keep a tight end on the left side uh, because Richmond's going to need – this Johnny Newton's spectacular. He's incredible. He's an amazing yeah. player. He's, a, he's as good as a defensive player as I was going to play all year long. Number four, keep that in the back of your mind when you're watching the game. He's going to be in the backfield coming after Deacon Hill. So do you think that that's what they do, whether it be Solanas or Estranga? Do they – you got to chip this guy before you uh, – uh, you know, head out on any uh, 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 route that might be called, but and I agree with your point wholeheartedly. Deacon Hill's clock has to speed up. Will they? Will he get help on the left side, particularly at the left tackle position? I would say that's where they throw in Stilianos. I mean, he's supposedly going to be cleared this weekend. That Kirk, Kirk sounded optimistic about that, and I think he's a better run blocker specifically right now uh, than Aston Ostranga. So I would throw Stilianos on the left side. And like you said, kind of chip at him a little bit, try to tire him out. Um, but I, I fully believe that. I think Mason Richmond's been up and down this year. I think he's had some very good games. I like what Iowa did last week. But Mason Richmond's also bowing through a couple of undisclosed injuries. I mean, they're never going to say that he's hurt. But if you watch him, it's very apparent. Like, he's probably got two or three different dings on his body right now. Um, so I'm with you. I, I think they throw in still Yellows on that left side. Um, but I also think Iowa's going to have to get creative a little bit on offense. I mean, I know with all the injuries, they're going to be afraid to, but losing Cooper, I don't know. I, I, I'd like to see Iowa be a little bit more aggressive, but I also have a hard time believing that that's going to be the case. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I think it's an interesting matchup on a lot of levels. I think if Iowa can dom- – if Iowa's offensive line dominates the trenches, Iowa's going to win this game, in my opinion, yeah. just because of how stellar that, that Illinois defensive front is. Because I think if you get to that second or third level in the Illinois defense, as crazy as it is, I mean, it's probably an even match between Iowa's offense and Illinois secondary. And it's hard to blame Bielema and company because they lost three top 70 picks from that secondary, right? Mm-hmm. Including the best cornerback yes, in the country, Ethan Witherspoon. Absolutely. Who went to the Seattle Seahawks with the Denver Broncos pick for Russell Wilson? Not that I'm bitter. Go ahead, Trey. <laughs> no, just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit over there. All right, David. Um, so, senior day. And not just senior day, but making Noah Shannon the honorary captain. Love it. What a stroke of genius yeah. there. A guy that felt like got a raw deal. Suspension, he did get a raw absolutely. Deal. Absolutely a suspension. I completely understand that. Ditto. His career coming to an end. Can't go down that path here. Credit to Kirk Ferentz and the Iowa staff coming up with that idea. Absolutely love it that Noah will also get his moment. No doubt. He wholeheartedly deserves it. I mean, this is a guy who could have went to the NFL last season, probably be on a a train count, I don't know about a 53-man roster, but he'd probably be on a practice squad mm-hmm. making a lot of money right now. Yeah. I think he definitely deserves it. And he decided not to leave school. He decided to be a student assistant, has worked hard in practice to kind of keep his conditioning up, and his teammates are rallied behind him. And, you know, it's sad for Noah Shannon, too, in a lot of ways. And, you know, it's a sad thing that, you know, no, just from a strictly football perspective, okay, Noah would have been better off getting a DUI than betting on Iowa women's basketball. Yeah, and that's, that's how crazy this entire situation is uh, to me. And Noah's not that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. You know, Kirk's advocate for his character. Countless times he's been on two leadership committees. His teammates mm-hmm. clearly look very highly upon him. I'm with you, Trent and Ken. I think it was a great decision. I'm not surprised that they made that decision. But, I, I mean, I'm very, very interested to hear how loud it's going to be when Noah Shannon gets introduced because <laughs> – 
I think it's going to break the sound barrier. <laughs> it's going to be loud, uh, no doubt about that. David, can you help us out with some of the decisions, the 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 COVID year decisions? There's a handful of guys that uh, have the ability to come back. Are you, what what are you hearing? Um, you know, Monk's guy. When will they make their decision? Will it be after the Nebraska game? Who's involved, and and how do you see some of them working out? Any ideas at this point, David? Yeah, so I mean, I think. You know, just thing off the top of my head, I think some guys will probably make their decisions known after the Nebraska game because they'll be like, hey, you know what? We're going to focus on the bowl game, but the season's over, right? Um, well, if Iowa goes to the Big Ten Championship, they'll probably say it after the Big Ten Championship. I should probably say that. Um, but I know I think about guys like Eric right. All. I think Eric All is going to the NFL. I think he's had a couple bad injuries. I think Iowa's NIL might try to present him a nice deal to try to entice him to come back. But he has a kid. You know, I might want to take that next step in life. Logan Lee gut feeling i think logan lee's gone mm-hmm. uh, i mean this is a guy who's married right you know kirk's mentioned that he's like your 40 year old neighbor he's got a <laughs> great sense of maturity about him so i'd be a little bit surprised if he came back uh you know sebastian castro i think is going to lean toward going to the nfl because i don't know how much higher his stock could be but i also believe iowa's nil might throw him a nice deal mm-hmm. but if i'm not mistaken he's also 22 23 years old and there's a certain body clock that you kind of have with that right uh jay higgins uh, I think is 50-50. Okay. I think Iowa would have to present a very nice deal. Uh, but it's also the same thing, right? I don't know how much higher Jay Higgins could go mm-hmm. as far as his NFL stock, especially after what he's done this year. So, What about Schulte? I would advise people. I think Schulte, that's another, I think that's another coin flip. I think, again, I think the NIL would have to play a decent little part in that. But it would not surprise me to see Quinn Schulte come back for another season as well. And the NIL, I mean, there was some news made yesterday, right, with that match up to, what is it, uh, up to $500,000 dollar for dollar? A million dollars. A million dollars, wow. That's, that's unbelievable. A million dollars. They're, um, uh, they're all in. They're all in it to return their key, key guys. And uh, yep. when they, you know, when Iowa inevitably has to attack the NCAA transfer portal. And they will definitely be doing that. So, Knowing what the recruiting side of things is, as you do very well over at 24-7, David, when you look at kind of the wish list, if you will, for Iowa next year, they got a quite the haul in the portal a year ago. What position group would you be looking at? Again, not knowing exactly who's coming back, what six-year guys are out there with the COVID year. What would you think would be a position group or two to target? A wide receiver. I mean, first and foremost, right? I mean, you're talking an ex-wide receiver, you know, big body out there that can make some things happen, a guy that can compliment, you know, Caleb Brown and Deontay Bynes. Um, the Iowa needs land two wide receivers, in my opinion. And another group that linebacker? You know, staff may disagree with, I was going to say linebacker. Yeah. Yep, I think they're going to have to attack the linebackers. And, you know, maybe the guys behind them are developed more than we're led on to believe. Mm-hmm. So maybe they don't see it as a need, but it's also a huge jump there. And if, if Luke Lachey and Eric all do not come back, because remember, Luke Lachey has a legit NFL stock as well. Yep. I think you know that's a 50-50, maybe slightly the NFL in my opinion. Uh, they may need to attack for a tight end as well. I know they like some of the guys there, but you lose Stilianos. You lose Eric Hall. You lose Luke Lachey. You have Aston mm-hmm. Stranga, who I know they're very high on. But tight end, linebacker, wide receiver, I would say. I, I think I feel pretty good about Iowa's defensive backs. I feel good about Iowa's defensive line for the most part. But if there's a stellar edge rusher, I also think he might need to – Throw a little cash his way, too. Uh, Throw a little cash. What a world we live in. (laughs) Love it. Uh, Kate McNamara, as far as his his rehab, do you know everything going uh, as expected? Is he on schedule? Where's he at? Do you guys get any updates on McNamara at all, David? 
Not anything public, but I mean, I've talked to you behind the scenes. I mean, he's supposedly going to be fully ready to go by next football season. Be 100% healthy. Mm. Nothing uh, in the so spring, I, though, in all likelihood? I would be very surprised. Gotcha. If he was available, then maybe he does some light throwing, uh, but he's going to do nothing of a full spring workout again, which, you know, I would say he doesn't need. I mean, he did a little bit of light work last year, as, as we saw, but this is a lot of missed football for him. Yep. Um, and I think that's kind of the big, you know, eyebrow raiser for me. I don't think they need to attack the portal for a quarterback. And I know they're not going to because they're all in on Cade McNamara. But Cade McNamara might be one of the big X factors going in next year. Just how confident is he? Yep. How skilled is he still? And how healthy is he? And is he injury prone? Another question mm-hmm. that'll linger throughout this summer. Yeah. David, over to a little basketball. Iowa gets beat by Creighton, but I think opened a lot of eyes. Uh, certainly, these four eyes in this studio <laughs> true. included. Iowa, I thought, played incredibly well. They competed, had a couple of bad runs, including the start of the second half that went against them. But they went toe-to-toe on the road with the top-10 team. That was impressive. Did it change your perception of this Iowa basketball team? I mean, before the season, I think I had them projected seventh in the conference. I was a little bit higher on them than most. I had a big belief in in the freshman class and Peyton Stanford, especially. Ben Cricky looks like he's a perfect addition to this team. He definitely needs to improve his rebounding, though. I mean, one defensive rebound last game. That's not going to get it done against some of the elite bigs in the Big Ten Conference. But I still think this is a potential NCAA-caliber tournament team. I think Owen Freeman's continuing to get better and better, and I love his upside. You talk about a guy that understands his size, is not afraid to go dunk over somebody, and is also skilled enough in the open court. I've been really impressed with him. I love Lodgy Dembele. I think he's yeah. going to be a very high upside guy for the next few years and what he can do. Uh, so I, I would say open my eyes a little bit, but I also wanted to see how the freshman – would play in that sort of environment. I thought for the most part they, they passed the test. So, I, again, I don't know how good this team will be. They'll go through frustrating stretches. I think they gave up 17 baskets in the first 20 possessions in that second half or something like that. I and mean, it wasn't good. And that was the big stretch where, okay, this is reverting back. But Fran McCaffrey's teams fight. Um, and, again, I don't think they have that go-to score like they did a year ago, but they have a lot of guys like to go out and get buckets and, you know, they compete till the end. So I would say it's going to be a very fun team to watch. It's going to be a very roller coaster type season, though. But I still think they could be a potential NCAA team. Uh, last thing for me, back to football, just trying to figure if they do get beat by Illinois and Nebraska, let's say worst case scenario, they're five and four. There's still a path, correct? I mean, Nebraska would have to win out, Illinois would have to win out, and they get Northwestern next week. I guess conceivably Minnesota, who's playing Wisconsin, and I don't know who Minnesota's other game is, but there is a path. Ohio State. Oh, then that's not happening. Yeah. Um, geez. Um, Life of this way, Iowa, Iowa just needs to win one right. before we go down this rabbit hole or the uh, the tinfoil hat conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, more likely this week or next, or next Friday? This week. Yeah. We shall see. David Eichold. I, thank- like, I don't like next week's matchup. You don't? Two really good defenses. Two really good defenses on the field. We'll see. David, thank you. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving. We appreciate what you do for uh, the 11-to-1 time slot. And I'll speak for all the other kicks and shows you're on. Uh, Great contribution. Thank you, David Eichholt. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Take care. You do the same. Good to talk to you. David Eichholt, 24-7 Sports Hawkeye Insider.com. Am I wrong? If they're Mm 5-4 and... Illinois five and four. Mm-hmm. Illinois would have the head to head, right? Uh, How many other teams are five and four though? That's the question. Is, is Nebraska five and four? Right. It comes into the multi tie scenario. 
And because everybody plays everybody, you can just go head to head. Who has the best record of that group? Is it three teams? Is it four teams? That's still a possibility. So just win a game. Just win a game. Just win a game. Win Saturday. Win that'll work. Get the trophy. The final time a trophy will be awarded in Kinnick Stadium. Yep. Because they're not giving a trophy if you get a spot. Nope. You're going to the championship game. You're second place. Here's a no. You're not going to. This is the last time a trophy, a Big Ten trophy, not a rivalry trophy. Right. right. A Big Ten trophy will be awarded in Kinnick Stadium. Mm Mm-hmm. Get it done. Don't lose to Fat Burt. Come on. Don't lose to that so orange pumpkin. Is is Eichold onto something here? Does it matter? Does I it? would rather see Altmeyer if I'm a Hawkeye fan. I'm the same way. This paddock was unbelievable last week. Against Indiana. Sure. But 500 against anybody's good. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Mm-hmm. There's never been another... Can you think of another player that threw for 500 yards? Yep, you're going back to the bench. Unless they were hurt. <laughs> yeah. It's never happened before yeah, in football. I find that hard to believe. It's never happened in football. Time to claim some NIL money. At the KXNO.com right now, you can enter the nationwide contest. Check, check your chance of $1,000. Check KXNO.com, your chance to win a grand. Check at KXNO.com or Fanandy with a couple more chances. And then, of course, the drive with Heather and Sean, three chances throughout their three-hour program. Lee Sterling will join us. Chicken Coop still to come. Be listening for your cue to call there. It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106. Station KXNO. If you have a low interest rate on your property and a lower tolerance for tenants, then you have two choices. Sell it and say goodbye to a great investment or keep it. Hold on to that rate and let the professional landlords at Renner's Warehouse manage it for you. Why hire Renner's Warehouse? Because we free you to do the things you love, like take a vacation, have dinner with your family, or acquire more properties to achieve more financial independence. You already know that renting delivers cash flow, appreciation, and tax benefits. Renner's Warehouse also frees you from finding tenants, collecting rent, and handling those annoying 3 a.m. maintenance calls. The choice is yours. Sell your property, keep DIYing everything, or hire Renner's Warehouse to get the best of all worlds. You're free to cancel within 90 days and even get your management fees back. Go to Renner'sWarehouse.com today to book your free home rental price analysis or call 515-528- 44 you get your podcast maybe you're thinking about franchising your business or purchasing a franchise there's an experienced and trustworthy franchise lawyer right in your backyard don't waste your time or money searching for a lawyer out of state when rush niggett is here and ready to help your business hi i'm rush i've specialized in business and franchise law for the past 25 years i don't just want to be your lawyer i want your business to succeed as much as you do your business needs rush visit his award-winning blog at rushonbusiness.com it's Good to have Rush on. Solutions apply. Wondering if your roof is showing signs of damage or aging? Call the trusted team at Wolf Roofing, like I did, to have them assess your roof. They're a local company with 30 years of experience. After a thorough inspection, they'll provide you with an honest, free estimate, help you choose the best product for your home and budget, then get your project done in one day. Wolf Roofing knows your home is one of your greatest investments. Let them take care of it for you. Call 515 225 8866 for a free estimate or go online. I've never tasted so good. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. 
A little bit late for this uh, segment with our friend Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. Lee, we got carried away in the uh, opening segment of the program. <laughs> went way too long, Whoops. so we appreciate you uh, uh, being as flexible as you are. ParamountSports.com for Lee. How are you, Lee Sterling? I'm good. Looking forward to spending some time with family. I'm going, we're, we usually have it down here. We have about 30 to 40 people at the house. But we're going up to New York City, going to visit my daughter and stay up there and do the Macy's Day Parade. Nice. I don't know how this worked out, guys, but it just so happened the Dolphins are playing the Jets uh, on Friday, Black Friday. Uh, later that night, the Heat's playing uh, the Knicks in the Garden. And the following day, we've got uh, in Brooklyn the Heat and the Nets. So, you know, it's all about spending time with the family. I'll take them to the game. Yeah, there you go. Well done. I'm guessing you didn't have to twist your arm too hard to get you no. up to New York for this one. Uh, good right. stuff. All right, Lee, ready to go? Yep, let's do it. Looking at the uh, slate of games this week, Lee, and we get a few rivalry games are tricking out. Ken and I were just talking USC-UCLA, kind of a, an odd spot for that one. But we get into our group of five. We start in the Big Ten. Big noon kickoff. It will be Maryland playing host to Michigan. Wolverines a big favorite here, favored by 19. Maryland finally found a way to win in November last week. Yeah, they did. Um, <laughs> may not want to press their luck here. <laughs> They have a talented offense, but nine turnovers the last three games. You do that against Michigan, it is good night, Irene. They just can't compete with the top teams. They lost by 36 to Penn State. They only averaged 26 rushing yards per game against Penn State and Nebraska, two of the better rundies. Got to think Michigan's as good or maybe even better than those two teams. And who knows what? going to be Jim Harbaugh's status, but if anything, when he's not there, it's kind of like motivation for these guys. So, the Wolves 13-4 and against the spread run on the road. Terps 13-27 and as an underdog. I'm going to keep riding Michigan here, 42-17. Alright, no trap game between Penn State and Ohio State for Lee. Let's go to K-State and Kansas. Love this game. K-State about an 8-point favorite. Kansas really laid an egg last week. How do you see it? You know, I, I thought the first couple series, even before Jason Bean got hurt, very <laughs> they, they were just too conservative. And then when they made the comeback, they did tie it and go to overtime. I, they just had too many drop balls here. It looks like he's going to play. He's on schedule to play. But even that being the case here, he can go out. I mean, he's been really banged up here. So if that's the case and they bring in Ballard, it's a big drop there. I think Kansas State's figured it out offensively, defensively, even special teams. They run some of the best screen plays. Uh, their play calling is really good. Uh, they know what they can do, and they do it really well, and they dominate this series here. Sometimes you got to lay it, even if you want to play it on the road. I like Kansas State here big. I think they win this game here 34-17. Going with the Wildcats, we jump here to our home state, Iowa State at home, as they welcome in Texas Seven and a hook. You got that little hook hanging out there with the Longhorns coming to town. What do you see, Lee? And I think people are going to buy the hook. And Mm -hmm. I think this might be the trap game here. I know they played Texas really well. Texas is going to be without Jonathan Brooks, a star running back over 1,000 yards. But he wasn't even projected to be the starter coming into this season. So uh, C.J. Baxter and also uh, Jaden Blue, I think they'll fill in admirably. I think... The fact that Quinn Ewers is back for a second game, he should be uh, ready to go. He looked decent last week, probably be even better here. And the problem is, if you watch the Kansas State game, and I think Iowa State might have this problem, once they get in the red zone, 
The windows to complete passes are so small against Texas. They have such great athletes, and Kansas State was not able uh, to figure it out, and Iowa State might have trouble trouble there too. Um, and if they have to pass early and often, they fall behind early, it's going to be trouble here. I know Texas hasn't won by big margins here, but I think they're the right side here. I like Texas here. 34-21. All right, Cooper DeGene is yep. now out for the year. The Hawkeyes yep. will bring the curtain down on their Kinnick season as they'll host the Fighting Illini. Iowa, about a three, three-and-a-half point favorite. How do you see it? It's not just losing him. It's the fact what he represents to the team. They would put him on an island on one side of the field. They had one receiver to that side and said, okay, you, you cover this guy. We don't have to worry about that side of the field. Either it's going to be an incompletion or an interception. And then we'll worry about the other side. Now they can't do it. And also, one of the great punt returners. Even we're playing him a few downs on offense. He will be maybe the biggest uh, injury that's taking place right now in the Big Ten. So it's going to be a problem. Not that I love Illinois here. Um, you know, key moments, key penalties have cost them here. But I think getting a couple points, they're probably the right side. Uh, we're going to take Illinois. I think they win and cover here. 17-13. Monday Night Football, it's an epic one with the Eagles and the Chiefs getting back together again. You got the Kelseys, you got the Taylor Swift angle, you got Argentina. I mean, there are so many different ways, and they're going to play football on top of it. I mean, that's pretty good. And two teams that are looking to be in great shape to get back to a Super Bowl this season. Eagles, Chiefs, what do you got for us, Lee? All right, so I went back and watched the tape of the Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts should have had three interceptions in that game. Patrick Mahomes, Playing on one leg, had three touchdowns. The Eagles, I think, are really going to miss Dallas Goddard. So he represents 17% of their passing offense. But with him not in there, I I think you're going to see a lot of too high coverage on the two outside receivers for Philadelphia. He was in there. They picked one guy and doubled one guy and then took their chances with the other two. They don't have to worry about the middle of the field as much with him out. Eagles have some problems in coverage. Their DBs making plays on the ball and balls up in the air are not very good. And I think this Kansas City defense really come on. I mean, held Miami to 14 points and just 175 mm-hmm. passing yards, both season lows here. Games in Kansas City. You got Andy Reid calling plays. I'm buying Kansas City here, 31-21. Yep, looks like you're on the right yep. side, at least how I see it too. Well, let's get to your uh, your game of the week, Lee. It's a Big Ten West tilt, Nebraska and Wisconsin. They're both uh, looking for that sixth win for bowl eligibility. The game is in Madison. Uh, the Badgers about a four-and-a-half-point favorite over Nebraska. If the audience wants more information, how do they reach you? Just be one of the first five callers. Call 800-400-9741. Uh, this is a game a lot of people have not been able to figure out. I think I've got the right side here. Uh, you want to get uh, Wisconsin and Nebraska, big game for both teams here. 800-400-9741, be one of the first five callers. And normally with these one-day all-access passes, it's 77 87 $97. We have all four sports going tonight, football, basketball, college and NBA, football, college and pro. We've got hockey and I'm also going to give you my top UFC play for the weekend. It's a huge underdog. A lot of people out there, they'll tell you, oh, take this fighter 3-1, to 5-1. to one. Anyone can pick a fighter like that, and they'll win more times than not, but you lose, you pay some heavy juice. So this is paying close to 2-1 to one on a huge underdog. Seven selections, $17. That's right, you heard me correct. $7, uh, seven selections, $17. 
just one place. It's available right now, ParamountSports.com. All right, Lee, we're off next Thursday, so if we can make arrangements to do it early in the week, uh, let's make it happen. If not, happy okay. Thanksgiving. We appreciate it. Uh, Lee okay. Sterling, ParamountSports.com. Thanks, Lee. Sounds good. Yep, See you guys. Good to talk to you. All right, Lee Sterling, there he goes with his plays of the week. Take a timeout, but before we do that, Trent, should we open up the chicken coop phone lines? Let's do it right now. Uh, first four callers, if you haven't played in the last 30 days, you can climb aboard here. Come on aboard, give you four questions, any tiebreaker. You get the most right, you'll get a 50 dollar gift certificate to spend as you please at the chicken coop the runner-up gets 20 bucks worth of wings boy i 21 20 wings i might want to finish second well you can get, you can use the wings with you can 50, use yeah. the 50 dollar gift certificate to get even more than more 20 wings. wings yeah i think you're on to something yes uh we will give you that opportunity we come back trends plays of the day still to come 515-284-5966 if you're getting a ring that means you're in chicken coop giveaway next miller and condon des moines sports station 106.9 your side the neighborhood tavern at 1350th street in west des moines is under new ownership and it's now bevy's tavern it's a great place to unwind after a long day Catch up with friends, catch a ball game over delicious drinks and tasty bites. Come eat, come sip, and come socialize. Bevy's Tavern, with new ownership at 1350th Street, just off 235. Get in on the action with the world's largest sports book. Right at your fingertips. Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play. Enjoy the highest limits, lowest takeouts, and competitive betting menus. Download, fund, and bet from anywhere in Iowa. Circa Sports Iowa. Sports betting the way it should be. Download your new bookie today. Visit CircaSports.com. Must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-8-com for a free quote today. All right, welcome back. Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Time to give you an opportunity to win some grub from the coop, the chicken coop. Three locations, West Des Moines, Urbandale, and Ankeny. Uh, chicken coop, check them out if you haven't already. If you, You'll be glad you did. The grub is unbelievable. Uh, friendly staff over there, Dave and his crew. I saw his television commercial during one of the games last week. <laughs> what, he was wearing his chicken suit? He's wearing a chicken suit. I love Dave. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we'll get to the uh, names of our contestants, and we'll give you... Well, I, I will tell you this uh, for you four of on hold. Uh, the tiebreaker is total points. Total points in the 5A championship, the Hawks of Ankeny versus SEP. Hawks of Ankeny versus SEP. That will be closest without going over. All right, David, Tony, Kirk, and then Barry in that order. Let's get David first of all. David, how are you? Good afternoon, gentlemen. I'm great. Good to hear from you, David. Uh, Texas is a a 7.5-point favorite over Iowa State. Texas. Iowa gives two and a half to Illinois. No coop, no problem. Iowa. No coop, no problem. Like it. Baltimore, three and a half point favorite over Cincinnati tonight and Thursday night football. I picked the Bengals, so I'm going to stick with them. All right. As you well know, David, the Grey Cup is being awarded for the 110th time north of the border this weekend. The Bombers are an eight and a half point favorite over the Alouettes of Montreal. I got to go with the Bombers then. There you go. Uh, the tiebreaker is Ankeny, Southeast Polk. Total points, both teams combined closest without going over, David. We'll go 31. 31. Thank you. Appreciate it.
Good to hear from you. Tony's next. Hi, Tony. How we doing, Jim? Good, good, good. Texas, seven and a half at Iowa State. Give me Iowa State. Iowa gives two and a half to Illinois. Give me Iowa. Baltimore, three and a half point favorite tonight versus Cincinnati. Uh, give me Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, Winnipeg, eight and a half point favorite over Montreal. Uh, the favorite. Winnipeg it is. Tiebreaker, total points, Ankeny, Southeast Polk closest without going over. Give me 42. 42. Thanks, Tony. Thanks. Appreciate it. Kirk is next. Hello, Kirk. How are you? Hey, good, Kenny. How you doing? Good. Uh, Texas, seven-and-a-half point favorite over Iowa State. Uh, give me Iowa State. Iowa, two-and-a-half to Illinois. Give me the Hawks. Ravens, three-and-a-half point favorite over the Bengals tonight. I'm going to go opposite what I did in my account. I'm going Baltimore. <laughs> okay. You like Cincy, though? And the points other than your account, okay. Uh, the uh, Grey Cup, Winnipeg's an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over Montreal. Uh, give me Montreal. Tiebreaker, total points, Ankeny, Southeast Polk, closest without going over, Kirk. Uh, 47. 47. Have a great day. Appreciate it. Hey, you guys too. Thanks. Thank you. And uh, Barry brings the chicken coop giveaway to a close. Hi, Barry. Hi. Texas is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over Iowa State. Texas. Iowa, two and a half to Illinois. Iowa. Ravens, three and a half to Cincinnati. Baltimore. Winnipeg, eight and a half over the Montreal Alouettes. Winnipeg. Total points, Ankeny, Southeast Polk, closest without going over is the tiebreaker. 38. Thank you, Barry. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to the Chicken Coop, three locations, West Des Moines, Urbandale, and Ankeny. It's going to be a lot of points scored tomorrow night, Trent. What, do you, what kind of game do you anticipate? By the way, uh, Chicken Coop, you can find them online, chickencooperbandale.com, etc. So for me, um, Ankeny, good getting here. Mm-hmm. I think Southeast Polk rolls. I, th- I have a feeling we're going to see something very like we saw a year ago when Valley got there. Yeah. And then when they got there, yeah. Abu Sama and company was waiting. Yeah. And it got out <laughs> of hand. What a game he had. My God. These two teams faced off earlier this season. I think the final off the top of my head was 58 to 20. Eey. Yeah. Unfortunately, prove me wrong, Hawks. Keep it tight. Mm-hmm. Keep it snug. Mm-hmm. Give me something entertaining in the fourth quarter, and all the listeners and all the Yankee fans can be excited too. Because the game will air right here on 106.3 yes. KX. And yep. We'll have what time right will you go on? 645. 645. And will it kick right at 7? I mean, it will. There is no 4 o'clock game. Oh, awesome. So the there will be two games tomorrow, 10 a.m. and 1 p.m. So yeah, everything will be cleared out. We'll be ready to go. And we will, not like last week when I think we kicked at about 750 mm-hmm. for the late game will not be the case this week. It will be right at a 7 o'clock kickoff. All righty, good stuff. Do you have any plays, anything you like Do tonight? Do I have any plays? What kind of question is <laughs> really? that? Of course I got plays. They well, end and why? Well, we got one, uh, in fact, tipping off here just momentarily, eight minutes away as they get things started in the Charleston tournament. You know that one in South Carolina? That's the week before, Feast Week. That's how we kick things off. Okay. Give me St. Louis. The Billikens are laying two and a half against Wyoming. We're going to stay in that tournament. A half hour after that, 3.30 estimated tip. The host team, Coastal Carolina, they're getting nine and a half against Wichita and Ken. That's too many points for the Chanticleers. Give me the nine and a half with Coastal with pick number two. Pick number three, UCF, the new addition to the Big 12. They welcome in Cal State Fullerton. 
The Titans are getting too many here, Ken. Give me the 11 and Cal State Fullerton. Yes, we do have a little football. Don't worry, coming up here in a moment. Give me the under and Auburn Notre Dame. That Notre Dame team cannot score. They're going to be awful this year with uh, Strewsbury coming in from Penn State. And Missouri's only laying one and a half against Minnesota tonight against the Gophers. That, that kind of stinks. I'm going to grab it anyway. Give me Missouri minus the one and a half. Minnesota's going to be bad, right? Yeah. We think. Yeah. They got their guy that they lost last year to injury. They're still not very good, I don't think. Uh, two football plays. I'm going to take the Ravens tonight and lay the three and a half. It. I thought we would get to three, and that was going to tell us a lot about the line. Mm-hmm. Not the case here. Mm-hmm. There's an old adage in the NFL. If you're getting two and a half, don't worry about it. Just grab the money line. If you're laying three and a half, don't worry about that hook. Just lay it, and they're going to be north of that. So Baltimore minus the three and a half. And BC getting two and a half tonight at Pitt. That Pitt team stinks. How they beat Louisville? I, have I know no I sniffed idea. that thing out earlier this year. You did. Yuck. How many points did you get in that one? You got it was north too. of a touchdown. It was, yeah. yeah, I remember that. And they won it outright. Yeah, that's a six o'clock kick. But I saw, there was a picture of Joe Burrow that's got some kind of brace on his throwing hand. There we go. Which was new. Let's add a little bit more to the Ravens. There you go. All right, Murph and Eddie coming up next. More opportunity to win some NIL money. Of course, the drive with Heather and Sean. They go tonight from three, as they always do, from three until six. We're Miller and Condon weekdays from 11 to 1 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Enjoy the rest of your day right here on 106.3.